Today, President Trump signs a police reform executive order while Seattle actually bans police use of chokeholds, tear gas and pepper spray. And also Joe Biden leads Trump in Michigan, even though he has no idea what he's saying at any given point in time. We've got a lot coming up and it starts right now. Welcome to the News and White Matters. I'm Sarah Gonzalez, today joined by Grant Stinchfield, Newsmax TV host himself in the flesh. It's great to be here, Sarah. In studio. Thanks for being here. As always. And uh, also Amy Robbins, CEO of Alexo Athletica. Thanks for being here Hello, as well. Love I it. love yeah. the pink. <laughs> Thank you. Thank I you. I thought pink. this would uh, set a good tone for today. Absolutely. <laughs> you know, we used to work together at NRA TV, too. Yeah. I know. Yeah. What a small world. Yep. It really is. No, I, I'm saying off air, I was like, I love it when I have two guests who come in. First time being on set together, and they already know each other, yeah, so right. they're they're bantering back and forth and <laughs> reliving old times, and it's been great. So should be a great show. No pressure, guys. Uh, so today, President Trump uh, signed an executive order aimed at reforming police practices in the country after, obviously, I don't have to tell you guys this, a series of high-profile police killings sparked nationwide protests and riots. It's only what we've been talking about for like the past, I don't know, two weeks, three weeks, somebody get me out of this Groundhog's Day. Uh, here is President Trump earlier today commenting at a press conference on the police reform executive order. Reducing crime and raising standards are not opposite goals. They are not mutually exclusive. They work together. They all work together. That is why today I'm signing an executive order encouraging police departments nationwide to adopt the highest professional standards to serve their communities. These standards will be as high and as strong as there is on Earth. The vast majority of police officers are selfless and courageous public servants. They are great men and women. When others run away from danger, police run straight into harm's way, often putting their lives at stake to protect someone who they don't know or never even met. Now, the order is called Safe Policing for Safe Communities, and it acknowledges instances of police abuse and brutality and the negative impact that that has had on community relationships with police. It establishes a national certification and credentialing system for law enforcement agencies, creates a federal database to track officers credibly accused of wrongdoing, discourages the use of chokeholds unless an officer's life is in danger, and encourages Congress to pass further police reforms. Uh, Grant, what are your thoughts on the latest? So at first I was very concerned, how do you do this with an executive, executive order, order, right? Yeah. But he ties everything to the money. So he's not basically saying you have to do this as a police department. He says, if you want to get money from the federal government, if you do these things, we'll give you more money. Right. Okay, so fine. President Trump has an election that he's, that he's got to worry about, and, and that's what this is about. I'm sure he's sincere in wanting good police on the streets, but there is not a problem of police brutality in this country. There is not. What, what there is a problem of people who disrespect life, who disrespect law enforcement, and, and George Floyd aside, everything else we're seeing, cops by and large are good people and they're highly trained. And, and you know, what they want to do is train people in sensitivity training and community this and community that. If you want to go to Atlanta, you know what those cops need a training in? They need a training in how to subdue a suspect. Mm -hmm. and if they would have known how to subdue a suspect, that suspect would be alive. I mean, so do you think, because I watched it and I thought they almost gave him too much flexibility, uh, this suspect, in, you know, trying to get him to move his car off to the side. And I mean, it's almost like 
they went they, the pendulum swung the other way and they wanted to give uh you know more grace than perhaps they were trained to give mm-hmm. because they knew that they were going to be under a microscope right now i think and amy knows a lot of police officers too and i know you do i think that police officers right now are going so above and beyond mm-hmm. they know there's a target on their backs not just from the criminal but from city hall yeah. the yeah. people in city hall and these liberals literally want to make criminals out of police work yeah. normal good police work they want to criminalize. And so did they give him too much leeway? I don't know. I like when I see cops that are polite and they were doing everything they could. But as soon as they went to put handcuffs on him, Mm -hmm. that man went hog wild. Why? Because he was a wanted fugitive for domestic violence. This was not a family man. Mm -hmm. And so now we've got to have the president sign executive orders on police brutality. Those two cops are almost killed. Well, I think that's the thing that scares me about this entire thing is like, are we putting limitations on cops who feel like their life could be in jeopardy. And so where does the fine line come from them being able to defend and protect themselves as well? Um, You know, I do think that there's going to be, we're going to see this whole shift, you know, and it's kind of scary seeing what's going to happen with all this. But, um, you know, I look at these states that are calling and the mayors that are calling for defunding the police. It's very interesting to me as a 2A supporter that those same people that are calling to defund the cops are the same ones who also are wanting to disarm the citizens. Mm -hmm. So, it's almost, I almost want to say, look, you people are voting in these mayors, you're voting in these governors in these Democratic-run states and areas. Maybe, maybe we need to see how this plays out, because who are you going to call? They don't want you to be able to defend yourself. They don't want anyone else to come to your rescue. So I think it's going to be really interesting to see how this plays out. Yeah. And so uh, while this, you know, is executive order is signed, we have the Seattle City Council, which... Don't get me started on all of the crazy things that are going on in Seattle. But uh, the Seattle City Council voted last night to ban the police use of chokeholds, tear gas and pepper spray, even amidst all of these protests, uh, you know, the blocks that have been taken over by uh, the the artists formerly known as Chaz, who are now chopped. <laughs> but, you know, I mean, they've got some dangerous, a dangerous situation going on. And the mayor, uh, I'm sorry, the police chief, Carmen Best, said that it's been historically known through the evidence and other research that the use of tear gas can be a less lethal way of dispersing a crowd without having to go hands-on, without mm-hmm. using riot batons. You'd think that that would be a good thing, yeah. right? You're like, great, a less lethal way. Bring it on. Uh, she said... So it's been determined to be less dangerous to do that. But it's been very clear to us that the people are not wanting us to use the CS. The Isn't tear that a gas. shocker that the rioters don't want you to use tear gas on them? <laughs> well, and I, I mean, mean, to be fair, I, I agree with you. <laughs> yes. But to be fair, I, I do. I did read, too, that some residents were complaining that like they were being affected by it as well. But it's like. What else would you have them it was, do? It was wafting yeah. up through their windows. I, I, I mean, but, but it's okay that them burning their buildings right, down, I mean, but they're I afraid know. of the tear gas. Pick, pick the lesser of two evils I here. I well, guess this is why we need to get our economy back up and running again because these people need to get back to work. I mean, we are sitting here watching the deterioration of our cities and our towns, and we're not being able to do anything about it because I think people have way too much time on their hands. It's true. Well, and they're <laughs> angry. They're angry. They yeah. aggression from being kept at home. Seattle. Even though it's a summer of love. Right. It's supposed to so be. So we're told. The sad thing is, though, Seattle has been so far out of control for so long. And then if you legitimately are a common sense citizen in Seattle that you were born in Washington State at no fault of your own, your family lived there and you were born there and you stayed there and now you work, there is no one there protecting you from these goons that have taken over the streets. No one. To the point where that, that guy who owned an auto repair shop, 
he, he captures a burglary suspect in, a, in, his, in his place of business, and the police do not come, and then the mob comes back. I mean, when in America are you left on your mm-hmm. own for that amount of time? Mm-hmm. What is yeah. this? It's like the Alamo there. Well, but I think it goes to, the, to show why it's so important for us to uh, be armed yeah. and start. We've kind of got a lot of people have gotten away from even thinking that it's their responsibility to take care of themselves anyways. Mm-hmm. And so I think if any good, if there's any silver lining in any of this, is I hope it wakes people up to the reality that there might not be somebody there to take care of you at some point in time, and you're going to have to take responsibility for your defense and your protection. And so maybe we'll see this rise of people actually fighting to defend the Second Amendment. When people want to take it away from them, maybe they'll fight to to be able to practice that. And I wonder if we're going to see this twofold, Amy, because, you know, you're talking about defunding the police and what that would look like. But I'm seeing it at another level, too, which is even if we don't defund the police, look at how we're treating them right now. Yeah. I mean, I've got another story here. Uh, the LAPD has run out of cash and can't pay officers overtime. So uh, all these officers that have been working uh, $40 million in overtime, yeah, they're not actually going to get paid for that. They're yeah. just going to get comp time instead. So it's like it, we're treating our officers like this. Even if we don't go so far as to defund them, what, what kind of what kind of people are we going to attract? What kind of recruits are we yeah. going to attract if they see that this is how they get treated for putting their lives on the line to protect us? Yeah, how long are they going to do this? I, I, how long are they going to do this, and how long are sensible Americans going to just sit back and continue to be quiet? Mm-hmm. I think we're seeing this loud mob just continue to run this country right now. When I have to believe that there are still millions of sensible Americans out there that are just kind of sitting back going, what do we, what do we do? Yeah. What do we do? How do we combat this? Um, I think people are scared. I think they're scared to stand up. I think you're seeing right now anyone that stands up to discount what the mob is saying. You're seeing them called horrible names and horrible things are happening to them. And so there's a lot of quiet people, but hopefully those quiet people show up at the polls to vote in November. Mm-hmm. You know what's the scariest is you've got kids, you've got a kid, right, one? Mm-hmm. I've got an 11-year-old boy. He's talked about wanting to become a police officer. Mm-hmm. He's 11 years old, whether he does or not. You know, he's probably too, yeah. too early to figure out what he wants to do. But legitimately speaking, if he gets to the age where, where he wants to consider becoming a police officer, boy, I'd be awful scared of him becoming a police officer, not because of the criminals he's going to face, mm-hmm. yeah. but because City Hall wouldn't have their backs. And so what reasonable person says, you know what, this is a good idea for me to go put my entire life on the line for the citizens and then also my entire life on the line if I do anything in defense mm-hmm. of life that I'm not going to be supported that your entire adult life will be ruined over. Yep. People aren't thinking rationally. I think that is what's going on. The people that are calling for this, the, the defunding, the taking away a cop's ability to actually enforce law and order. Maybe I think a lot of these people might not have even ever been in a situation where they need a cop. Right. And so they're thinking about this from a totally different viewpoint. But once you're in a situation where you need a cop to come and help you, it really changes the game. And so I hope that we don't have to see more people get into dangerous situations to to wake up to the reality of what's happening here. What are, so what are your thoughts? Because I, I agree with you, Grant, that, you know, mm-hmm. I, I have I've always taught my son to go above and beyond to be extremely respectful mm-hmm. and appreciative of, you know, all law enforcement, military and, um, you know, to the point where when he we were driving the other day and he, we saw uh, police next to us at a stoplight. He wanted me to roll down the window, so we did, and they did, and he said, thank you for what you do, um, unprompted, which was 
was like, oh my gosh, all the things that I'm teaching him is actually sticking. Proud mom <laughs> moment. Yeah. But I'm looking at it now and I'm like, he would, I mean, I could get, if regular social media, right, knew that I had taught my son to do that, I, probably I'd get dragged right by the by the woke crowd um and now i'm looking at it and i'm like i'm i agree with you grant which would i even rather him do go into the military or be a police officer domestically i'm i mean it's gotten so bad Mm -hmm. i feel like it's more dangerous to be a policeman Mm -hmm. in the united states right now which is crazy i mean you have a boy well yeah i mean if you're taking away the ability for them to actually enforce what they need to be enforcing and you're stripping them of a way to defend themselves. I mean, we're not talking, cops don't just, for the most part, pull a weapon on somebody unless it's their life is in danger, right? right? right. I mean, this thing that happened in Atlanta, it is tragic and it is sad, but the guy pulled a taser and shot the taser at him. Now, what would you say, let me just say, I'm just playing devil's advocate yeah. because I, I know what the answer will be, but what would you say to people who would say, well, that wasn't, it's just a taser. It's not going to kill him. So... Okay. Do a lot of people know how tasers work? I mean, <laughs> Apparently if not. it were to hit that cop, well, then you're not just talking about pointing a taser at somebody. If it were to activate and hit the cop and he's down for the count, well, then you can go and steal his gun and shoot him. There you go. So it, it could lead to a more, just like any situation with, with someone that has their concealed carry license, you have to think, is your life in danger? And is this going to turn into a situation where my life is in danger? Then I can use lethal force to stop whatever threat is coming towards my life, you know? Mm -hmm. So it's no different with the cops. And so if you're taking away all of those things from them, there are still criminals on the street. I know right now we are talking about defunding the cops because we are seeing them do brutal things to people that might not have deserved it. You know, with George Floyd's case, I understand. Mm -hmm. But there are still criminals out there on the streets. There are still people that are dying every single day. There are murderers out there. There are really dangerous criminals. Cops need to have a way to control that situation or it's going to get out of hand really fast. Yeah. Grant, last word. Well, I'm, I'm with her. I mean, these cops did the right thing and, and they did what they needed to do because every cop has a right to go home to their family at night. And that taser, if not used properly, can kill somebody. Mm-hmm. And, and the biggest fear is you already know these fighting with you. If he tases you and he's just going to run up, you're decapacitated. Right. He's going to take your gun and shoot you in the head. Mm-hmm. Right. And you know what? That is not a prospect that I think either one of those cops wanted to face. Yeah, I would say uh, they're getting paid to serve and protect us. They deserve to uh, go home to their loved ones. Now, I will say those cops, the mistakes that they made was not being able to subdue him. I promise you there are guys that I, I train with that we would have had that guy subdued two of us. Yeah. And they didn't. And there's training that needed to happen there, but nobody wants to talk about that kind of training. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We've got a lot more to get into. Uh, first, we want to thank our sponsor of this segment, Patriot Mobile. So uh, obviously Democrats and the left-wing mainstream media are making it harder for Americans to get out of this economic nightmare. Like I said, it's, I just I feel like we're on Groundhog's Day. All the time I'm in the movie Groundhog's Day, except it's not a comedy. It's not a comedy. It's more like a nightmare. Uh, Patriot Mobile, our good friends over at Patriot Mobile, have actually lowered their prices even further to help Americans right now uh, if they are struggling during this pandemic, during the riots, if your business has been affected. Right now, they have customized family plans starting at only $25. Now, Patriot Mobile is very unique because they share our values and they're not going to charge hidden fees. So they're not going to uh, take some of your hard-earned money that you're sending them and then donate it to 
causes that you don't believe in, Left, left-leaning causes like Planned Parenthood, uh, causes that would take your guns away, like we're talking at the table right now about how important the Second Amendment is. Patriot Mobile agrees with you, and they actually donate a portion of your money to causes that you believe in as well, like those causes. They're a nationwide service. They share your values. They support our Constitution, and they put people before profits. Now, it's 2020. Switching is very simple. You can keep your phone number. You don't have to switch your phone number. You can keep your phone or you can buy a new one if you want to, whichever you prefer. Right now, you can get free activation and a free gift with offer code NEWS. You got to go to patriotmobile.com news. Get that family plan today starting at just $25. They have all different types of customizable plans for you and your family. That is patriotmobile.com news. Talking about uh, what's going on in Seattle, we were just kind of mentioning. I can't wait to hear what you guys think because I don't know that you've been on since we started talking about all of this madness. So Seattle now, you know, they've we've got CHOP, formerly known as CHAZ. It was the Capitol Hill Autonomous Zone. Now it is the Capitol Hill Organized Protest because they uh, thought to themselves, oh, crap, wait a second. We don't actually want to be autonomous because we still want to be leeches and take what we can get from the United States. I guess we are not as independent as we thought that we were, uh, but we're still going to plant uh, plants on topsoil on top of pizza boxes and cross our fingers and hope for the best there. Uh, but the city of Seattle and the protesters occupying CHOP have reached an agreement that will remove temporary roadblocks and replace them with concrete barriers. So the Department of Transportation in Seattle, I swear we are, like, this is an alternate universe that we're living in. And one of these days we're just going to wake up from this crazy dream. This, the Department of Transportation is installing concrete barriers uh, in the middle of Pine Street running east and west, which, which will split the road for both pedestrian and vehicle traffic. Now, this will allow for emergency vehicles to pass through the area. Uh, they were having some trouble passing through the area. There early, early yesterday, there was an auto repair shop that, uh, were we talking about that on air or off air? Yeah, on, on, on air, air. okay. Yeah. Uh, there was a, the auto repair shop that uh, it was on 12th Street. It was outside the shop's initial perimeters, but it was reportedly broken into by a protester who attempted to light a fire before the business owners arrived and detained him. But uh, then they they had some fencing up that I, who know they don't even know where their borders the, are. The, yeah, I think. So first of all, back to the auto repair mm-hmm. guys. They called the cops. They had the person who was going to burn their place down yes. and burglarize it too. By the way, they had him in custody, and the police would not show up. The police would not come. You're calling nine one one. I've got evil people here trying to do me and my business Mm -hmm. harm, and the police will not show up. But guess who did show up? The rioters showed up Mm -hmm. to save the burglars. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They they were and they were armed. So they broke down the fence and demanded that the suspect be released from the auto repair shop. So can I just say why in the world is the city of Seattle negotiating with terrorists? No kidding. That's what I don't. That's what I don't get. It, I, I think it will be interesting to see um, what the residents of Seattle, what position they take in the next election, and whether or not they decide, hmm, maybe we took it too far and elected these crazy people to represent us. They won't. You don't think? They won't. No, they're, they're, remember the term we use all the time: blind liberal zombies. That's what they are. They're blind liberal zombies who follow. Uh, they'll vote the same way. I promise you, you they will vote the same is, way. You don't think there is a saving grace? There's a community of people in there that are just going to get sick and tired of this. 
I don't know. I mean, if, they, if they were, why why are they still living in Seattle? you got to be an idiot to live in that city. I, I'm sorry. You really do. It's true, but I'm hoping that, you know, obviously not everyone can pack up and leave immediately this when something goes wrong. This is why I need wrong. you to, because <laughs> you two maybe restore a little faith in me. You know, you ground me a little bit. Uh, here I am. Now they'll never change. I, I'm tr- I, I have to, though. I mean, honestly, if I don't try to find something positive in all of this, I mean, it would be funny. I mean, going from Chaz to Chop to whatever. Where it's going to be right. next week. Like, right. it's funny, and we're laughing about it. And it would be funnier if it wasn't so serious. Yeah. And if we, I didn't actually see this spiral of where the rest of our country can go. We are seeing these, like, sex in our, in our society doing outlandish, outrageous things, and then it becomes a movement across the entire country. Like, mm-hmm. Seattle's the first one right now, but where's the next one going to be? Right. And then what are we going to do? If someone doesn't shut this down and stop this, and when are the citizens going to stand up for their own rights, their own protection, you know, the rest of their property and their businesses. I'm just waiting for that day when the sensible people who have not lost their minds yet stand up and do something. Well, that and that's that's what I'm kind of trying to get at is that, you know, obviously it's not a no, they didn't vote 100 percent Democrat. Right. The city of Seattle. I mean, they, they've got some people who already maybe were of sound mind <laughs> <Two>? and said, <laughs> I hope it's more than that. But and that, so then on top of that, you know, you would think that you you would have to add the people who thought that all of these nice little flowery sounding policies. Oh, you know, Medicare for all. Oh, well, we want to help the homeless. Well, we want to decriminalize this. We want to decriminalize that. You would think that all of these nice sounding things in their heads what they voted on, on, you know, when the when the time came to vote, sounded really good. But now they're seeing what happens when they bring these people in to implement these policies. Maybe they'll have a change of heart. No, Grant just doesn't. <laughs> no, yeah. I don't. Grant I really don't. All I, hope is lost. I, I, I believe that they probably feel sorry for these idiots, and I, I call them idiots as being nice. These are violent, <laughs> evil people. They are that have taken over the. I think streets. a lot of them. Are, do you think a lot of them are mentally ill, though? I think they're all mentally ill. I'm with yeah. Mark Levin. That you got to be liberalism, a mental illness. No, yeah. fair. But I mean, I think these, I think these, these chop from uh, the people we've are seen. Are I mean, the naked guy level. running down the road, and right. th- I don't think a lot of them are of sound mind. Yeah. I don't even think that. I don't know. I don't know what's happening. I, I think you mind. may give them a little too much credit that they're mentally ill. I mean, I, I think these are people that they're, they're hell bent on anarchy. They hate our system of government. They hate America. They're being led by a higher group of people. Look, just changing the name Chop, we laugh. It goes to Chop. You know what? You need somebody with a sound mind with that knows political relations, that knows public relations, that knows advertising to say, you know what? This whole autonomous zone is not good for business. That's not those violent little snot-nosed millennials running around there. That's somebody who's planning and plotting this whole thing out to saying, we need to change it to chop. And it Mm. (laughs) sounds ridiculous, but I'm telling you, there are higher levels that are pulling the strings in all of this, and their goal is to spread this from Seattle to Mm. Portland, to the next city, (laughs) to have fires, to have everybody in this country living in fear so they can ultimately institute the socialist policies that they want, bigger government, have, have government run to the rescue. Yeah. Uh, Amy, just to to add to this, you know, we talked about the Seattle City Council uh, previously that they voted to eliminate tear gas, all of that. Well, they did that after a federal judge issued a temporary restraining order banning police from doing that. Uh, And the court had actually found that the department had used all of these less lethal weapons 
to, uh, uh, quote, disproportionately and without provocation, stifling free speech. So I guess my question is, at what point do we stop saying this is just free speech and these are just protesters and say they've actually (laughs) taken over I don't know. That's a great qu- that's a great question, Sarah. <laughs> I feel like we've taken this I thought we took this way too far a long time ago. Yeah. And now it's just getting comical where we're going with this. And I I, do, I think everybody is sitting here spinning. I mean, even the even the president is going, "What do I do here? Right. Please shut this down. Please mm-hmm. stop this. You have a mayor that's like, "Nah, I'm not going to stop this. Let's just keep on letting this go." And I almost in my party. head, I almost in my yeah, it's a block party. I almost in my head want to say like, let this play out, mm-hmm. let the businesses leave this area, let let it crumble. But I don't want to see cities crumble in our country. I don't want to see the economic collapse. I want to see us unified. I want to see us move towards a more prosperous union. But I don't know what to do yeah. <laughs> at this point. Yeah. What do you think, Grant? Do well, you think I, just let them let them burn themselves to the ground, or come in and save them? I'll tell you what I would do if I was the mayor of Seattle. There'd be absolutely zero negotiation. I would have my police department in there. The first rock that was thrown, that person's arrested. These idiots that are there now would be totally rounded up, all taken to jail. If they want to negotiate, they can negotiate whether or not they have a public defender or they're bringing in their own attorney. That's the only (laughs) negotiation that's going to happen. But you're not seeing a single person. There is no business, no person. Nobody is standing up to these people. Everyone is caving. I am ready to just see one person <laughs> say no more. We are done with this. Like it's like. So you know who needs to do that is the people that you said, Sarah, and that you have faith in. Those <laughs> people in the neighborhoods. Why aren't they standing up in Seattle, in Washington, and saying, because Governor gonna, Inslee, yeah. you big mope, you pansy, do something because about this? Because you know what? They they're, they maybe they're business owners, and maybe this with this cancel culture that's they're going scared. on, they're terrified they're to scared. stand up and say anything because then the mob's going to come out after them and shut their businesses down. It's going to shut. It's it's this this horrible cycle that we're in right now. And until one person stands up and does it, this is just going to keep on going. Mm -hmm. Uh, All right. We've got more to come, including Joe Biden leading President Trump by 16 points in Michigan uh, and a really, really fun little Joe Biden clip just for you guys. Uh, But first, we want to thank our sponsor this segment, Tommy John. All right, we've got the secret right now to staying sweat-free this summer. And I'm, t- I'm in Texas, okay, so I know about sweating during the summer. Uh, I fully recommend Tommy John's ultra-breathable underwear and bras. They have a whole bunch of summer-ready breathable options. Uh, they've got this cool cotton underwear for men, and uh, it's basically like having your own on-body AC at all times, which, again, if you live in Texas, is like it's not just recommended. You have to have it. If you are in Texas, it's a new law. I just made it. Uh, Tommy John's Cool Cotton is made from premium natural Pima cotton. It has enhanced airflow. It evaporates uh, sweat really fast. It keeps you dry, comfortable, uh, cooler. And all Tommy John's layers are built for next level comfort. Now, I'm telling you, I if you watch frequently, you heard Stu and I go on for probably like five minutes about how comfortable Tommy John is. Their lounge wear I literally change into it. It's embarrassing. As soon as I get home, I can't even have a conversation with my husband. He's like, hey, can I? Nope. I cannot talk to you until I change out of my work clothes and change into my Tommy John's. And then I can reset myself and have this conversation with you. I'm not kidding. It is the softest pajamas, underwear, bras that you will ever 
wear. All right, upgrade to Tommy John today with enhanced designs that are super breathable, way more comfortable than anything else out there. All you have to do is go to tommyjohn.com slash Y. That's W-H-Y. You will get 20% off site wide. That's a huge deal right now. tommyjohn.com slash Y for 20% off tommyjohn.com slash Y. All right, Joe Biden uh, is up by 16 points in Michigan against President Trump in the latest poll. Now it finds Biden at 55% support and Trump at 39%. Uh, by the way, this same poll says that 70, 70% of people in Michigan believe that the country is on the wrong track, which is up from 63% in the prior poll. I would love to see how they tie that to President Trump is kind of where I'm trying to connect the dots. Uh, but the pollster who did it, who did the poll by Epic MRA, attributed the drop of, uh, of, the, of Trump's positive review because they a uh, five-point increase they had with a negative view of Trump. 61% said they had a negative view of Trump. That's a five-point increase from their last poll. He said, well, uh, I'm attributing that to the early June incident when federal law enforcement personnel clashed with protesters because they, they, you know, Lafayette Square, President Trump went to, uh, take, to take the picture with the Bible and everyone was like, he just did it for a photo op. There was a lot of miscommunication. There was a lot of misreporting on it. And apparently it probably stuck because uh, the pollster attributes to the drop to that incident on June 1st, uh, the uh, more saturation of that news coverage. But I can't for the life of me understand, A, why people would attribute the country being on the wrong track to President Trump, and B, how th- anyone in their right mind would be like, okay, I, President Trump doesn't know what he's doing, but you know who does? That guy, Joe Biden. <laughs> I don't get it. Well, because think about the only thing you're seeing on the media right now is the chaos, 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 yeah. turmoil, turmoil, and then the horrible news stories that follow with Trump. Biden is just back there, I don't know, giving Biden random, in his basement, <laughs> in his basement giving random interviews, saying incoherent things, right. you know. And that's not getting any airtime at all. And I think this is all a part of the design and the plan. If you remember every time before an election, I love to, my favorite emoji is the eye roll emoji whenever I see a poll because every poll had Hillary up and had her winning the last election. So I don't take a lot of stock in polls. I also look at right now, Again, going back to the fear factor, I think that people, if a pollster were to come up to you and ask you, are you going to vote for Donald Trump? There's probably a lot of people, no no way, no way. Do you agree that he's on the wrong track? Absolutely. And then they're going to go and vote for him in in the fall. I mean, I really do think that right now people are are scared. Mm -hmm. And they're scared to actually stand up for, for what they believe in, stand up for what they really know is going on, because... They don't know what's going to happen to them, you know. And so, yeah, do I take a whole lot of stock in this? Not necessarily. I mean, I do think that the media is going to do everything that they can between now and November to just continue this chaos and keep this climate up of turmoil so that people can then go and vote and hope that everything returns back to normalcy. Mm -hmm. Grant. Well, I'm with Amy. I've never put a lot of stock in these polls. They've never really been right before. Um, To add to what Amy said is I think some of these polls are skewed by design. I think the people that are running these polls are liberals at heart. I think the people organizing these polls, they don't want President Trump to win. And whether it's a subconscious effort or whether it's a conscious effort to somehow skew these so it comes out in Joe Biden's favor, I would not put it past them at all. Have you ever been polled for an election? (laughs) 
I no. have. I Great haven't. question. No. I Actually, I have. I've been have called. You? Yeah. Well, are you willing to answer anyone. some questions? Are you willing to answer some questions? You just always say no. No, I say who's paying for the poll. <laughs> it's my first question. I say who's paying for the poll. Um. And then usually they have to tell me who, who, who the candidate is mm-hmm. that's paying for the poll. Oh. And so then I say, well, I'm not taking part in the poll. Right. You know, I'm, you know, whatever. Or you should just give them the answer they want to hear and then skew their polls. <laughs> uh, so speaking of Joe Biden, so this is what I'm talking about when I'm saying I, I don't for the life of me, you can th- maybe think President Trump has not handled things perfectly. That's fine. But I don't understand how you can think that this guy is like more coherent and with it and will have better solutions for the country than President Trump. Uh, here is Joe Biden on CBS. I just want you to just think about the English language while you're listening to his answer and try to tell me what the hell he was even trying to say. Watch. And are you vulnerable on this issue at all because of your son's business dealings in in China? No, I don't believe so at all. My son's business dealings were not anything where everybody that he's talking about, not even remotely number one. Sorry, you didn't cut that. You you didn't you didn't edit that. So no, I I. Okay, can we, I just, I, I need to hear that one more time for clarification. Because <laughs> With subtitles. I really, yeah, because I really need to understand what Joe Biden was saying when he was asked about uh, his son Hunter's business dealings in China. I didn't quite catch it the first time. And are you vulnerable on this issue at all because of your son's business dealings in, in China? No, I don't believe so at all. My son's business dealings were not anything where everybody that he's talking about, not even remotely, number one. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, now it makes perfect sense. My son's business dealings were not anything what everybody that he's talking about, not even remotely number one. <laughs> I just don't, like, I had to go back and reread it. I had to actually find a transcript of what he said because what? <laughs> My son's business dealings were not anything what everybody that he's talking about, not even remotely, number one. I shudder to think of what number two is. <laughs> number one, he just knocked it right out of the park there. I, can't, I mean, truly, though. <laughs> He Truly. brings this on himself because he does this so many times. You know, most of the, I mean, I, I say this all the time. We, we give most politicians a pass. You do it once, you're going to mess up. You're gonna yeah. slip. But he does it every five yeah. minutes. He's, he's That's slipping the thing. up. Well, and still people are like, um, it, he, yeah, he has a childhood stutter. I'm like, that is not a, that's not a stutter, okay? <laughs> I know what a stutter is. Man. We had a birthday party for my fiance last night, and our little niece is over there, Riley. And I said, Riley, have you been hanging out with Joe Biden? Because she's like, um, can I pe- cake? Um, me? Can I please? Can I? Can I? Can I have a cake? Uh, the cake. I like the cake. The cake. <laughs> like Riley, you and Joe Biden are like buddies or something. <laughs> Except, wait, how old is she's Riley? Four. <laughs> she's four. Yeah. Oh, there you um, go. The cake. I like the um, uh, Uncle Grant. Um, the cake. I like it. <laughs> I just, I'm just saying Michigan. Come on. What do you, you think this guy knows what he's talking about, where he's at, anything? No. The answer is no. All right. We've got a lot more coming up. Uh, First, we want to thank our sponsor this segment, Omega XL. Uh, So Omega XL is for those of you who maybe you just live in pain. Maybe you've reached the age where you wake up and you're just like, my back hurts. My joints hurt. I have arthritis. Uh, I don't know. And by the way, don't feel ashamed because I've reached that age. 
I, I wake oh, up. give me a break. I have. I wake up, and I'm like, what did I do to my back? Oh, I just slept on it. At 28. That's it. Oh, yeah, well, yes, at 28, you know, some of us mature quicker than others. Uh, but Omega XL is a natural supplement designed to reduce joint pain and inflammation. Now, a lot of you don't realize that inflammation is actually the root cause for a lot of that back pain, neck pain, stiffness, arthritis, like I'm talking about. It's why you go around all day and you're just you're just in pain. You're achy. It's the inflammation in your body that is causing it. Now, you could try to mask it with a pain reliever, a topical cream. That's, you know, whatever, if you just want to mask it and not actually treat the problem at the root of it, which is the inflammation. And that is Omega XL that will do that for you. Now it is, uh, I love this on their bottle, a powerful essential fatty acid combination from the pristine waters of New Zealand. How can you not want to try that? It's from the pristine waters of New Zealand. Uh, there really is nothing like it in the world. It is very highly concentrated. And by the way, for those of you, if you don't like swallowing like the big horse pills that they have out there, it's tiny. It's teeny tiny. It's super concentrated. Very easy to take. Very easy to swallow. And Omega XL can help promote a healthy immune response, according to research. So it'll help you with your natural immune system, too. There's a lot out there right now. I don't know if you've heard, but there's a lot out there to uh, boost your immune system from. We've got a special order to get you started. Order right now and get your second bottle for free. All you have to do is go to OmegaXL.com news. That is OmegaXL.com news. All right, the Boy Scouts of America uh, announced late yesterday that their scouts will now be required to earn a, quote, specific diversity and inclusion merit badge to become an Eagle Scout. Uh, they said they released a statement that said that uh, the Boy Scouts of America stands with black families in the black community because we believe that black lives matter which is weird because I don't recall like hearing any organization who does not believe that Black Lives Matter. Right. So I don't understand why we have to plaster it right. all over billboards. This is not a political issue, they said. It is a human rights issue and one we all have a duty to address. Now, in addition to this inclusion merit badge, uh, they also announced several diversity-related changes, including ensuring the scouting program promotes racial equality and denounces racism, discrimination, inequality, and injustice, diversity and inclusion training, for all Boy Scouts of America employees and volunteers and a review of all uh, Boy Scouts of America properties, events, and insignia to ensure that symbols of oppression are not in use today or in the future, including the Confederate flag. Uh, they Well, they say, this is breaking news, I know, you guys. They say there is no place for racism, not in scouting and not in our communities. Racism will not be tolerated. I mean, if there's anything shocking out of this, I didn't know they didn't denounce racism before this. Right. I didn't realize that wasn't just like an understood <laughs> yeah. thing. Under, we already knew that. In that, America. I, I know. I think <laughs> I, I'm just kind of dumbfounded. I think this is what really... This is an honest question for the, so many of these groups, organizations, businesses, companies that are coming out and having to take this stance, make this loud thing, you know, sending out newsletters mm -hmm. saying that we stand with this community. I almost just want to sit back and ask, well, were you not doing that before? Right. And now you feel bad about mm -hmm. that. So now you think this is going to make it better. So now you have to make this open statement. I mean, I feel like especially with my own my own company. We're founded on the basis of the Second Amendment, which means that it's for all Everyone, people. Everybody. So therefore, I feel like we have always been an inclusive, diverse company. And so to then have to go and make a big statement about something that we're already doing, 
it just seems disingenuous to me. And, you know, I don't have a problem with the Boy Scouts saying this is going to be something that we're going to teach you. I hope that it's an extension of what we're already teaching my son at home. You know, if I wanted him to be a Boy Scout, I would hope that this is already stuff that we're going to teach him. And that's great. I would want an organization that he's going to be a part of to continue that teaching. But... But but the Boy Scouts, though, because because with the Boy Scouts, I'm like, I don't go to the Boy Scouts to teach my son about diversity and inclusion. That's not that's not why I would. Well, uh, uh, maybe f- the Boy Scouts but, is about raising men. OK. Right. And, and it, to be a real man, you can't be a racist. You can't be. That's true. And so I have no problems with them teaching about diversity and, and don't be a racist. Fine. Where I have a problem is when they include the groups like Black Lives Matter. They, yeah. It's become a group like CARE, the Council for American Islamic Relations. These are bogus scam artist groups mm-hmm. that are based on lies. Now, denouncing racism is one thing. If these companies want to denounce racism and reiterate that over and over again, fine. But don't use Black Lives Matter to do it. Black Lives Matter has ulterior motives. They're funding the Democratic Party. They're pushing every liberal policy out there. They do not stand for black people. They, they want a war on cops mm-hmm. until every cop is dead in America. Yeah. That is not the kind of group that you want to mm-hmm. be standing with. Absolutely denounce racism. Absolutely remind people of it. But do not use Black Lives Matter. It's such a shame because they've hijacked that name. And now it's it's people don't really realize just how bad and well-organized that group is. I guess with the Boy Scouts, it just it's frustrating to me because it used to be, I feel like, it just it didn't wade into political waters. And now you've got, you know, the, the LGBT uh, organization and, you know, they've waded into those waters. They're wading into racism mm-hmm. now. And I, it, to me, it almost feels like every organization wants to steal my child's innocence from him. Yeah, yeah, I was going to say that. I'm like, where can kids go anymore that they're just not getting an agenda shoved down their right. throat? Like, a political where can kids agenda. just be kids? You can't even watch right. cartoons almost anymore that doesn't have an agenda behind what they're watching. Yes. And yeah, That that's, I think that's my ultimate frustration with that. Mm-hmm. It's just like, I may agree with your message, but like, can, can we not just let kids be kids at the well, end of the day? You just want to learn how to tie a knot. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. I mean, Lord knows I can't shoot a BB and, gun. Right. <laughs> yes. Go on. Just, just stay in your lane. Mm-hmm. Okay, Boy Scouts of America. They've had some big problems, the Boy Scouts, though. They've been doing this here for the last few years. I know. I know. It'll be interesting to see how it affects them and uh, how many people enroll in that still. All right, we got to take a break. Back in a minute. It's like, I don't mind people telling me. All right, yesterday's poll question. Oh, man, it was a real doozy. Who is more incompetent at governing? The options were the people of Chaz and the U.S. government. But the people of Chaz also, well, they've got the wrong name here, first of all. Okay, and that is very oppressive to use the wrong name, as we know. Uh, It is the people of CHOP. Not the people of Chaz. <laughs> they will be very offended by your usage of Chaz. It's 62.6 they won this one, uh, and the U.S. government only got 37.4. I mean, still, that's almost 40% that people were like, yeah, the U.S. government still sucks at governing us all. I don't Chaz blame beat you at the all. U.S. government. I don't know how Chaz didn't, you know, they, they were better at governing than the government was. Chaz is winning, aren't they? Well, at, more, at being more incompetent. They're still there. You gotta win it. All right, you gotta win it. Something. (laughs) You're in Chaz. You'll take your wins where you can get them. All right, today's poll. What will be the most important issue in this year's presidential election? Oh, like we can even know yet. Coronavirus. Here are your options: coronavirus, Black Lives Matter, the economy, 
or healthcare. I'm going to add in another one or some other crazy uh, national event that we don't know is going to happen. To be determined. Yet. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like that has to be the answer, knowing how 2020 has What's gone that? so far. What is? I don't know what it's going to be, oh, yeah, but yeah, something yeah. crazy <laughs> that's going to happen after coronavirus and all of the rioting. I think publicly it's any one of the three, but privately it's still going to be the economy for people privately. They won't tell you that, but still people's pocketbooks are what matter when it comes to voting. I don't know. I like Amy's. I want aliens. Aliens. Aliens, mm-hmm. yeah. aliens it could be a problem. They're not, they're not going to come to our country right now. No, they're going to like pass. No way. Thanks for listening to the news and why it matters. We hope you enjoyed the podcast. If you'd like to watch the program, become a Blaze TV subscriber and start your free trial now at blazetv.com.